Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Have you ever felt cheated out of a deal when buying tickets from StubHub only to see that there's a $15 fee at the end of your original purchase? Or have you ever been on Vivid Seats and not even get your tickets? That, that actually happened to me once. I ordered a ticket from Vivid Seats and I never got the ticket. And that's why I switched over to TickBick.com where smart fans buy tickets online. No hidden fees. Search and buy now 100% authentic tickets Best price guarantee, 24-7 customer service. Buy, bid on, and sell tickets with the confidence of their 110% guarantee. That's 110% guarantee. They show you the best deals with their algorithms and let you decide 0% buyer fees. Your ticket is $26. Your Your purchase is $26. No joke. The most transparent consumer-friendly ticket marketplace on the web, authentic valid tickets backed by our 100% money-back guarantee. You'll love your ticketing experience from purchase through the final whistle or out and no hidden fees. Like I said, if it's $26, hell, if it's $8, it is an $8 purchase. Save an average of 10 to 15% on every purchase guaranteed only at TickPick.com. Get your tickets now. Today is September 17th, 2019, and on today's edition of The O Show, presented by Belly Up Sports, Be Bold, Standout Davis Ford returns to action. We're talking this week in MLB, Mike Trout done for the season, what the Yankees expect in the ALCS against the Astros, our postseason picture, what the hell is going on with the Mets, the Angels, all that and more. But before we get into this edition of the O Show podcast, again, presented by Belly Up Sports, be bold, stand out. You can actually te- check out all Belly Up Sports content, articles, and podcasts at bellyupsports.com, including the Corner Booth, the O Show, 50-50 Booking, Chair Gaten, the Blackout, a lot more to come. You can also check out the Belly Up Sports shop where you can find a brand new vintage teal O Show podcast t-shirt to go along with with the effing savages new york yankees osho tea only for 25 bucks at bellyupsports.com slash shop it is also presented by TickPick, a marketplace based in new york city with no hidden fees September 16th. It is a Monday. You'll probably hear this on Tuesday, September 17th. 
But that doesn't matter. Davis Ford is back, returning guests. We haven't seen him in quite a long time. Been very busy. What did you do tonight, Davis? You have the uh, the face paint all over your face there. Good old intramural flag football game. Shot me a little 50-yard touchdown pass, so got myself in the end zone. That's not little. That's a 50-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, a little uh, tight end screen. Oh, my goodness. So, Davis is back. We're going to talk MLB. Mike Trout season's over. Davis, a big Angels fan. That's a big thumbs down. From Mr. Davis Ford, we'll talk about uh, Mike Fires with a new look. You, you see his new look? His uh, yin-yang of mustaches or beards, whatever the hell you want to call look. that. It's a look. I, hey, <laughs> then, for better or for worse, it is a look. We'll talk about some of uh, the best beards in Major League Baseball history and mustaches. Because yeah. I found quite a lot on the internet sur just surfing around the big bad web there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the postseason runs. Some teams getting eliminated, playing spoiler, looks like the A's could potentially host the AL wildcard game. Who knows? Talk a little NFL as well. Week two, almost in the books. We've got Monday Night Football tonight between probably two of the worst teams ever. But it's still a football game. But first, Davis, like I preluded before, I like to start off this episode with all my guests giving a, a touch into our uh, reality, into our lives. What is your most darkest, deepest, embarrassing story that you can tell me right now? Well, um, back in the day, um, of May, I know it was only five months ago. Back in the um, day. Actually, a lot's happened since May. Yeah, a lot has happened since May. It would have been June, not of, uh, this year, but the year prior. Um, I was umpiring a game, right? And game's kind of going good, um, behind the dish. Um, about the third inning, I've been having, um, squat. I've probably had about 80 pitches squatted for by this point. And um, all of a sudden, I squat, and I hear this, and come to know, my pants ripped out from under me. That's awesome. Third inning of a rep game, and all the parents behind me laughing, yelling, hey, Blue, I'm glad you wore your shoulders today, type stuff like that, and just, uh, it, it's something else. Was it, That was a rec game before you headed out to uh, La Mirada? Yeah. So you got a little experience before uh, you actually had to umpire a, a collegiate league game. Yeah, thank goodness. Which was interesting. Oh, it was the time of my life. Basically. Nine innings in and out solo. Oh, my goodness. So basically, Davis uh, got called on because the California Collegiate Summer League is just a massive. This year was a Sunset Baseball League. Oh, even worse, honestly. <laughs> Not to make matters worse, but the Sunset Baseball League, just a giant pile of manure. The, the umpires didn't show up, basically, right? And uh, and Davis here. I mean, what was your title? I was the statistician slash emergency umpire. <laughs> there you go. That's on your resume, right? Absolutely. Statistician gets called in to umpire a game. There was another broadcaster, I think, in like some Chicago summer league this year that called got called in to pitch by their head coach. So like that 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 tells you how just unorganized collegiate summer baseball is. Funny enough, I've thrown a couple pins and a couple long toss sets for the pitching coach of the team. I told him every day we got to the field that I had an inning and he needed them. Uh, that was always you the summer before when we were there. You're always down there at batting practice, taking some grounders. Always. You we were there. You are like the Ronald Perez <laughs> of, this, of the FCA, just ready to right. go whenever. Yeah, whatever you need, coach. 
So, um, my embarrassing story, I don't know if I've ever told this one on record before. We'll see how this goes. I think it, it was about a month before last summer, so 18, 19 months ago, I was staying in Airbnb in Phoenix, working for the Diamondbacks. I stayed in the Airbnb for like three weeks, which is way too long to stay in an Airbnb all by yourself. No human contact or dialogue whatsoever for about 21 days. But I, I, went, I went to an Applebee's, and I ended up losing my keys, which something I do like once a week. I lost my keys today, so I'll check that one off. My once a week, losing my keys. Uh, I left them at Applebee's, but I got in my Uber ride to go back to the Airbnb, and it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night, so the owners weren't there. I don't know if they were there all week, to be honest. And I start knocking on the door. Nobody's there. Ringing the doorbell. Like, the, the cars are in the driveway, but they're not there. Yeah. So I'm just pounding on the door. Nothing's happening. Nothing's given. I start knocking on the neighbor's doors. They don't answer, and they're obviously home. Like, I see the lights are on. They're just not answering their doors like it's just a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Just a bunch of privileged assholes. But uh, I end up seeing that the backlight on the back porch is uh, on in the house. So I end up jumping the fence, which you should never do. No, never. Especially if the neighbors don't recognize who you are. Yeah. So I jumped the fence and trying to get in through the back door, but it was locked. I don't know why the light was on. So I end up jumping back over and uh, my phone, which is at like 3% at this point. So that's like my lifeline right there. Yeah. So I order an Uber to go back to Applebee's where I think I lost my keys, just so I can ask around. And by that point, I'm assuming the next door neighbor saw me jump the fence, so she called the cops. And by the time I got back to the front gate, there were four state trooper trucks all surrounding me. I'm like, I think I know why they're here. So I, so they all get out. The head uh, guy's just like, uh, do you live right over there? I'm like, I am right now, yeah. He's like, can you sit down for me? And just instinctively, I was like, why? He's like, because I told you to. I'm like, all right. Yeah. It, it, just got, it just got real. So I sit down. He's like, we got a call that somebody uh, jumped the fence, basically. I'm like, yeah, that was me. I lost my keys. I've been trying to get into the house. I'm staying in an Airbnb. And the guy thought I was just being a wise ass because he had no idea what an Airbnb Airbnb was, and his, and he basically just chewing me out at this point. When his buddy had stepped, and he's like, "No, no, like Airbnb is like that's an actual thing. He might be telling the truth here." Yeah. I'm like, "Thank you." He's like, "Silence." I'm like, "Okay." And I guess I go on to like give him all my information. I tell them the story. I'm like, "I was at an Applebee's just down the street. I lost my keys. Ended up coming back here. Nobody's home, so I tried to jump the fence, try to get back in. They ended up reaching one of the neighbors who ended up telling me that they do uh, Airbnb, like they invite people into their home. So my story." was aligning perfectly at that point and he was just like oh yeah like my brother's the head chef at that Applebee's so after my story finally aligned they ended up escorting me to Applebee's in the back of one of their state trooper vans uh, I end up finding my keys from the head chef they're just like alright buddy don't uh, go jumping over anybody's fences ever again and uh, that was it they ended up driving away I had to order another Uber but as soon as I picked up my phone it died I had to walk 18 blocks to get back to the Airbnb, which took me about an hour and a half in, like, the yeah. sketchiest part of Phoenix. Yeah, it was probably 90 degrees because Phoenix is May. Phoenix, I mean, it was, like, midnight, yeah, but 90 degrees. Uh, it was, like, a 50-50 chance that I made it out of there with these yeah. neighborhoods that I was passing. Was not a was not a fun experience. I hope people find humor in this because if they didn't, then it's just a weird, dumb story basically yeah. exposing me for being just a complete moron. 
I already lost him this week. I mean, it's Monday. That's a good sign. I'll have him Tuesday through Sunday. Logs stop Friday through Saturday when you're working GCU TV events. Hey, GCU TV. GCU Women's Volleyball uh, swept San Diego State to win the tournament on Saturday. You were there. I was there producing in the back, having a good old time. Wish I was on the call. Had women's soccer last night. That didn't go too well. Our season's not going too well. Shocker. Soccer here. They've lost about six in a row. It's all good. They haven't scored. We didn't take a tie at UCSB this weekend. Hey, they were up one nothing with about 20 minutes left. And everybody was getting excited. I'm like, guys, there's 20 minutes left. Still a lot of soccer to be played. And sure enough, they uh, couldn't come out. Hey, we'll see. They're playing again on Sunday. It's a Sunday matinee. Gotta love Sunday matinee. Sunday matinee, 115 degrees. Women's soccer, one and six. What's not to like? Yeah. If that doesn't attract you, what does? Uh, watch your paint dry. That's a, that's a very good comparison, Davis. So. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about week two? Let's do it. NFL, a lot of injuries. You mentioned the one for the Browns about 15 minutes ago. Yeah, Trevor Simeon got hurt during the game night for the Jets. Yep. So they're on, I think it's uh, Christian Hackenberg, I want to say who it is, but I'm not for sure. I love me some Christian Hackenberg. Also, some other big news as I was walking back to the room, Minka Fitzpatrick just got traded to the Steelers for a first-round pick. Makes, I mean, they need a quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger done for the year. Safety. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I was off on that one. Yeah, wrong Fitzpatrick. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> but Big Ben done, uh, I was alluding to. They always had a decent backup, though. Mason, Ro- Mason Rudolph is not a horrible one. And then, of course, Drew Brees is going to be out for six weeks, which is not a good sign for New Orleans. Thank goodness we played them in the next six weeks. Hey, we were talking about the other night, the Cowboys' schedule. We were looking down at it. Giants week one, yes. Redskins week two, yes. Dolphins week three, keep them coming. And then week four, we're like, oh, at New Orleans, shit. And, and then now Drew Brees is done, so now it's looking like we could go potentially 4-0. I, I will never count that team out in Super Nothing Out. That defense is better than people give them credit. Oh, it'll be close. I mean, the Cowboys made it close with Washington yesterday. They'll yeah, make it close with New Orleans I at New our, Orleans. Our defense is going to create some chaos in Bridgewater with their offensive line blocked against the Rams. We get Robert Quinn back this week on a essential bye week against Miami. And just, I don't know, we'll see how he looks. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater couldn't get anything going yesterday He also, he also remembered Michael Thomas, and then they were on their, like, number five receiver. Because Trayvon Smith got hurt. Kirkwood got hurt. I think Ted Ginn was inactive for whatever reason. So there's that, too. Hey, I, I'd love to see it in, in yeah. two weeks. And wherever we play week five, I don't know. I mean, let, let me pull up the schedule, but, like, Thanksgiving, I know we got the Bills. Yep. We got the Redskins and the Giants each one more time. That's three wins right there. Week five, we play the Packers at home. We got the Jets on Monday Night Football in a few weeks. I mean, then, we have to go to New England. That one's going to be tough. And then the Thanksgiving against the Bills, and then at Soldier Field the next week. Uh, I, I think they'll pull off a win at Soldier Field. The Bears are like the, the, the two, early 2000s Cubs. They're just the lovable losers in the NFL, no matter how good they get. Uh, yeah, that's December 5th. I typed in Cowboys Bears. That you, you distracted me, so. Sorry. I know we got uh, the Jets week six. Yeah, that one will be fun. Vikings. I love the Jets. We got the Rams. So after New Orleans, we got Green Bay, which is going to be interesting. That's at home, though. That's a toss-up, though. That's a toss-up. Then we go to the Jets, like you mentioned. Then we're at home against Philly, which I think at home we I think we'll split with Philly. I think we're gonna dominate them. 
I think we'll dominate them at home. Then it'll be a close one in Philly just because I feel like Carson Wentz is going to go back and forth. Philly, he played so well last night in Atlanta. Yeah, he's just banged But Julio Jones is Julio Jones. Then we uh, go to New York against the high school football Giants. That That's on uh, what, November 4th. Then Minnesota at home. That's a win. Then we go to Detroit. That's a win. Matthew Stafford's got nothing on this Cowboys defense. Yeah, he's going to be running scared. Then the game of our lives in New England on the 24th, right before Thanksgiving. See, now that Mika Fitzpatrick's off the board, I want us to go just torch freaking uh, the Jaguars, go get Jalen Ramsey and put him opposite Byron Jones. That's an interesting toss-up, or, hear me out, or Bill Belichick and Jalen Ramsey have been in cahoots all season long, all preseason. Just add him to that already stacked defense and uh, win, win yourself a seventh championship. What do you think? What do you what do you think? I think that's a real possibility at this point. I think you might as well just give them a championship if Antonio Brown can get off all these charges. And well, I, apparently a second woman came out today about those rape yeah. allegations, so I don't know how good it's looking for him. Dallas, Dallas, New England on the twenty fourth, and we're we're feasting against the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving. Buffalo Bills, the best team in the state of New York. They're not wrong. Who who said that? Who who quoted that? Um, I don't know, but I I saw that. MetLife Stadium and the Giants and Jets are zero three. Browns just finished off a twenty three to three win on the Jets tonight. Doesn't shock me. They, um, they went for six one eighty one or something like that. Six and one sixty one and a touchdown. I mean, it's easy to say you're the team of New York when you're going to go six and ten, and the other two are going to go three and thirteen. Yeah, especially with uh. What's fucking Darnold getting mono? Yeah, that's just unfortunate. That's a total Mets move right there. Yeah. That's what I was saying. The Mets and the Jets are a lot alike. I w- the Nets used to be a lot like them, too, before, you know, Durant and Kyrie showed up. So Dallas, Chicago on December 5th. Uh, then we host the Rams. That one's going to be quite we, tough, December 15th. We get, we get 10 days to prepare for that. So that's a is that our first bye week? No, we have the Bears game's a Thursday night game. Okay, so them at home, that's... Right now, a toss-up for me. Then you go to Philly on the 22nd, right before Christmas. I think, again, they split. I don't think we'll sweep Philly. I'd like to think we do. (laughs) And then, obviously, we finish the season at home against the Skins. We'll skin them alive. That'll be fun. I mean, Dak is now 15-5 and against NFC East in his career. That's a fun stat to look at, too. So, yeah, say you win against New Orleans... I don't think we're going on the road and beating Tom Brady. I think that one's just going to be... I hope we tie that one. You tie? That's what you're hoping for? I'm kidding. That's your best bet right there, a tie? As long as we don't get blown out by 20, I don't care. Honestly, if everything goes according to plan, which it won't, being that the fact that we've watched them our entire lives, they yeah. probably won't go according to plan. But if it does, that's an easy 12-4 and four campaign, and that probably aligns them with either a first-bound ride... First round buy as a second seed or even a three yeah. seed. Which hosts a game. Yeah. I mean, the clear favorites in the NFC, when the you Rams. look at it, the Rams. The Bears were until they saw their offense the first two weeks. But again, the Rams to me are like kind of like the Houston Texans. They could go 14 and 2 and then still lose in the first round of the playoffs. It's all dependent on golf and how they protect early. Because golf hasn't thrown the ball all that well. Um, and if you can contain their chunk plays, they're. Very mediocre offense. So past that point, obviously the Eagles and the Cowboys are going to be neck and neck, I think, towards the end. Yeah. The North, you mentioned I think the, Packers the Bears. Are, 
I think the backs from the Packers are going to end up. So you just totally just trashed the Bears. Like, I, everything you just said, completely know, irrelevant. I, no, yeah, the, the Bears were the preseason pick to represent the NFC. But, like, just, they haven't impressed me on offense. Just not at all. I don't think Mitch is the franchise quarterback that they think he is. Well, and they're not using Tariq Cohen the right way either. No. Their defense was huge in that opening night game against Green Bay. It's just yeah. the offense really hasn't clicked. But Green Bay's defense is very, very underrated. In okay. My and if Aaron Rodgers can somewhat get going, I don't know why he's playing so bad these past, what, 12 weeks of his career? He's just going to tell you guys the same thing. He's always told us, relax. Yeah, relax, Mindy, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but the Bears did win this week. Huge game-winning field goal, which is something they haven't seen in quite a long time with their yeah. new kicker. I think they might get the wild, one of the wild card spots. I think them and the Eagles will go wild card. I wonder how bad Cody Parkey feels right about now. Patriots rough to the Dolphins. That's going to be fun week three. If they don't rough up the Dolphins, if they make that one close next weekend, then I don't know what to tell you. They lose 59-10. to 10. And against 40, the Ravens, then 43 to nothing. Zero. They've given up nearly 100 points in two games. My high school team won two games in four years. I don't think we gave up 100 points in two games before. Yeah, that's, it's tough to do. Uh, the Brady-Brown connection for the first time on Sunday. I got that Brady-Brown connection on my fantasy team right now, which turned out to be somewhat lucky. We'll see if Brown stays on the field. Yeah. I like how he utilized him right away. Wasn't an easy play for Brown either. Like they covered him pretty well on that play. Brady just slinged it in there. And the scary thing is Josh Gordon's on the opposite side. Phil Dorsett's in the slot. Like they have weapons. I honestly think they should have kept Demarius Thomas. I I think they got a pick for him. They're like that's probably the best thing we're gonna get for any of our receivers. Might as well just get rid of one of them. Just feed him to the Jets. But could you imagine this? Like three years ago, you got Brady at the helm with Edelman, Brown, Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon. Well, and then Edelman gets to play the slot because of the two on the outside, which is terrifying. Yeah. He's going to have like 20 catches a game, just in, out, slant, corner. And Brady, I mean, they're one of the best offenses in football regardless just because of Brady. He'll find anybody. He made yeah. James White a star for a little bit. Remember Aaron Hernandez, how good that guy was? Yeah. Yeah, I do. If you remember who he is, that yeah. kind of fades my memory. <laughs> guy named Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, I've never heard of him. No. He went to the University of Arizona, I think. He was he was a good player in college. Brady made him into somewhat of a star. I think he won him three Super Bowl championships. Absolutely. So if Antonio Brown could stay on the field, again, Brady's going to thrive with or without him. But yeah. what a coup to have both Josh Gordon back. Hopefully he can stay on the field. If these guys can stay on the field with Patriots offense to go along with that defense. This is arguably their best defense since that 4 season. Yeah. It, it's going to be tough to contend with them, even if you're Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be fun to watch us play them the week before Thanksgiving. Honestly, I mean, I've seen it multiple times where the Giants have walked in there during somewhat mediocre season and beat the Patriots in New England. Giants Giants always find a way to beat New England. If the Giants could do it, we could do it. I just don't understand how the Giants always find a way to do it. I don't know what Eli Manning has on film with Belichick, but like... Man, find a way to make stupid throws perfect. Big storyline happened this weekend. I know Wentz played the game of his life, but then again, Julio Jones is Julio Jones. They win that one 24 to 20, which is huge yep. for us. Mm-hmm. That's a big win. Um, Lamar Jackson. Dude, the Ravens are probably the most improved team. 
them and the Browns should make it out of that AFC North, in my opinion. The Browns, they're beating up on the Jets right now, right? Yeah, they, they already won by 20, but I think that okay. Browns team, they did a good go and lose by 30 week one, but that offense has unlimited potential. Oh, yeah. As Even long as Odell's got his head screwed on straight. Jarvis Landry on the opposite side of him. Baker's making plays. Yeah, and Joku got hurt tonight, but who knows? But they still have Nick Chubb and yep. when he gets back. So, like, that that offense with their defensive front seven, I mean, that's going to be tough to beat. I mean, the Bengals are obviously non-contenders. They just don't have anything going for them this year. The Steelers are obviously – they were struggling with Big Ben. Yeah. They have they lost Bell. They lost Brown. It's it's, it's no more killer bees. It, it's Juju and the Funky Bunch, basically. Yeah. It, it's not don't, looking good. I'm going to say this. Don't sleep on Mason Rudolph in his number one no. quality connection, James Washington. James Conner, too. Great yep. fantasy pickup. Always has. He's always been reliable. Yeah, that that's that's the Ravens and the Browns right there for that division. I think they both make the playoffs regardless. Yeah. I don't think the uh, AFC wild card, there's not going to be too many teams, quote-unquote, in the hunt. I think it's going to be the Chargers and the Browns. So you think Chargers and the Browns win the wild cards, and then you got the Ravens probably as, like, the four seed? Yeah. And you go Chiefs, Patriots, and uh, gosh, it's a coin flip down there. Probably the Texans. They're probably the favorite. They'll lose in the first round for sure. They always do. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. After they got blindsided by Andrew Luck, uh-huh. you think they're going to pull it together? Yeah, I think Marlon Mack is a great option out of the backfield. Jacoby Brissett, who I playfully call Jacoby Brisket, um, just I think he's a very average quarterback, but he gets the job done with a guy like T.Y. Hilton, and they have Devin Funches out there also. Um, Jack Doyle, I think, is still there. Eric Ebron. Like, they have weapons, and their defense is anchored by Darius Leonard and Malik Hooker. So, like, they're not horrible on either side of the football. Something bold. <laughs> Be bold, stand out. That, that That's Absolutely. the motto at Belly Up Sports. Which, again, the, the Osho podcast is presented by Belly Up Sports. Be bold, stand out. Check out all of our podcasts at Belly Up Sports. Dot com. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing before we go, I got to do a ticket giveaway. Another sponsor, TickPick, marketplace based in New York City. No hidden fees. Davis, if you want to buy a ticket for $22, it's $22. I actually already have the TickPick app downloaded, funny enough. Oh, my. God. See, not not too many people do that. Every time I announce a winner, they're like, I don't even have a TickPick account. Like, well, that's too bad because yep. you're going to have to make one. Got me some nice tickets to Coyotes Ducks last year. Oh, there you go. Big, big uh, Anaheim Ducks guy. Yep. To go along uh, your La La Land Lakers and the Mets and the Angels. Yep. So MLB is the only um, league where you have two teams? Yep. And again, how'd that work out with the Mets and the Angels? My uncle got Rule 5 drafted by the Mets in the 90s. So that was our team. Yeah. Um, And then we needed a West Coast team so we can go watch games because we're baseball fans all together. Um, Sitting out in Bakersfield, like, eh, let's pick out of a hat. Yeah. We didn't like the Dodgers. My great-grandma actually won season tickets for being, like, the thousandth customer at a grocery store for a season to the Angels, and that was my first game, so we just stuck with the Angels. So let's do that for the question, just basically because you explained it, so our listeners really have to be idiots not to answer this. (laughs) And basically all I have to do is tune in. This is how how you get listeners. Listeners 101, Davis. Who is Davis? Who are Davis Ford's two MLB teams? Because you're probably the only person I know personally that has two MLB teams. I mean, yeah. I guess growing up, 
where I'm from, like, it's like bleed and die with one team. Obviously, yeah. like the Yankees and the Red Sox kind of take over the North. Yeah. But, like, there's, a, I mean, obviously in our generation, there's a lot of people who are fans of players as opposed to yeah. teams, which I personally don't like. You kind of, yeah. like, stick with the team through the good times and the bad times. Lakers. <laughs> yeah, Lakers. <laughs> I think I think they'll be better this year with uh, Anthony Davis helping Can't out. get much worse. The selfless, the uh, selfless move by LeBron to give him number twenty-three, which was awesome. Yeah, and then good old Dwight Howard trying to prove himself again. But the spotlight won't be on him this time. So yeah, I'm hoping. It's like you really can't lose there. Anthony Anthony Davis came out and said he wants to be Defensive Player of the Year, and if that doesn't challenge you to be something, I don't know what does. Yeah, I think they'll be all right with the whole dynamic duo mantra taking over the NBA. Tell you what, though, October 22nd rolls around. It's the Battle of LA Part 1. It's going to be a fun one. Are you going to drive back for that one? God, I wish I had the money to do that. <laughs> tickets wouldn't... I mean, how bad are Lakers tickets? Uh, it, it's going to be bad. Now that they have... The Clippers have who they have, it, it's probably going to be pretty penny. Well, it could be half a penny if you uh, tune into this episode and answer your own question. That's very true. Get half off on TickPick.com. Again... Yeah. New York City marketplace that uh, allows no hidden fees. Let's figure that out. Again, our tick pick giveaway question of the day: What are Davis Ford's two MLB teams? Because he has two teams and nobody else does. So again, the Osho Podcast presented by Belly Up Sports. Be bold, stand out. Sponsored by Tick Pick. Hit it, Hootie. To believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube